Sportscast. What's going on, sports fans? Welcome to another episode of KFR. We are talking about the NBA free agency today. I am here with my boy, Big Sexy, and Mr. Jacob Bradley. Uh, like I said, we, we are talking about the NBA free agency. I know it's been about a week off of topic of it, but there has been a lot that's gone on and still going on. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to start from the top. We're just going to hit every team in alphabetical order. And we're going to start right at the top of the Atlanta Hawks. Yep. So their new additions are Delon Wright, uh, Dang, Skylar Mays, uh, Sharif Cooper, uh, re-signings, John Collins, Trey Young, Louis uh, Williams, Solomon Hill. Free agents were Brandon Goodwin. They lost Tony Snell, Chris Dunn, Bruno Fernando, and Nathan Knight. Hometown boy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, save, save the best for last. Yes, save the best for last. And our boy, our boy Nathan Knight, who uh, we both know, uh, we both know personally. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a Syracuse kid. Went to Nottingham. Um, he signed with a two-way contract with Minnesota Timberwolves. So, you know, hopefully, you know, yeah, we'll touch on that later. We'll be able to touch on that a little bit later. But um, yeah. he. Uh, you know, uh, it, to me, it sounded like the Hawks just tried to get a little bit more depth than they already had. You know, obviously right. bringing back Trey Young and John Collins, the, the, mm-hmm. that's their two cornerstone pieces. That's their that's their one two punch right. on that team, you know, um, because they're, they're that's their two best players. So you, you're going to want to bring them back if they, you know, they finished. Uh, fifth in the East last year, but made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. You know, and they they had an amazing playoff run. They got through the Knicks. They got through, um, they got through the Sixers. You know, and, and the Sixers were the favorite to win the East last year. Yeah, you know, they were the favorite by you know, mm-hmm. you know by a lot. You know, it was either them or Brooklyn. That was the two people that everybody wanted. You know, the two teams that everybody wanted. To. Uh, go to the finals um but you know nevertheless atlanta persevered through those tough environments and they fell short in milwaukee um but you know they just they just wanted to um get some depth and you know just try and push forward for another for another deep playoff run yeah nothing to uh hang your hat on like nothing to be discouraged about losing to the eventual right nba champion yeah, it's right. Impressive playoff run, especially but Yeah, finals. This final series is awesome. But um, yeah, I, I basically just I, I see basically the same thing. They just added depth, and they're just trying to come back to see if they can, you know, get that last series, get that, just get that last push they need to maybe make the finals this year. Who knows? Nope. Yeah, so I see. I see. I see. Uh, I see Atlanta at least getting to the finals in the next five years. Oh, definitely. Yeah. At least. Yeah, that's de- that's Pro- definitely. Probably, probably winning a championship within the decade. Okay. Uh, if, I, if, I, if I had to be honest. Um, 
Because, I mean, like you say, I mean, bringing back Collins and Trey Young, they're their two best players. I mean, Trey Young has just turned into an outstanding player. Yep. I mean, he. I, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I wasn't too high on him when he came out of Oklahoma. Now it's kind of like, okay, he's – He's going to be one of those kids that, like, showcases in, in college and then doesn't probably do much in the NBA. But, you know, I mean, everybody – I mean, he's really coming into himself. So, it, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited for the Atlanta team, and they're, they're young. Yeah. They're young, which is, which is really good. Really, really good. Um, I'll move right into Boston, though. So Boston, Boston's brought in a lot. Uh, they've let go of, they've let go of some uh, few people. Uh, so they brought in Al Horford, Josh Richardson, Dennis Schroeder, Chris Dunn, Enos Cantor, Bruno Fernando, who we just said got lost from uh, Atlanta, uh, Sam Hauser. Uh, the free agents were Luke Komet, Tremont Waters, and Taco Fall. Uh, they lost. Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier, Tristan Thompson, and Semi. Oh, July. Oh, July. Thank you. I was not about to get caught up in that last name. So happy you're a C's fan. Yeah. So you know your team. Yep. There's a couple of them. You know, uh, yeah, the Dennis Schroeder signing was a surprise to me because um, he turned down a lot. A lot of money, a lot of money, and yeah. from uh, LA, you know, he's offered a what, like a four-year deal, eighty-four million, or something and like he that. Kind of yeah. played it as bad as Left Bell did with Pittsburgh and holding oh, yeah. out for a contract. He wanted the Jets get just about as much, not even as much. He uh, he pulled the NBA equivalent of that. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the NBA equivalent of the Left Bell. Deal. You can almost uh, compare it to Melvin Gordon, too, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, not getting what he thought that he deserved in uh, for the Chargers. And he literally got pennies. Literally. Yeah, he literally Shooter, got Shooter, pennies. Sure got pennies. Oh, yeah, yeah, and pe- yeah, he got pennies. Um, and he could have been a part of a team that team. Yeah. Gonna go really far. But anyways. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, not saying that the Celtics won't be competitive in the East, but I mean, like, I- I'm going to be I'm going to be realistic here. Uh, we're looking at the Celtics who might have a chance to maybe make the Eastern Conference Finals if they play right, if they, if they play their cards right. But right. I don't see them their ceiling higher than that. That you know, uh, because that's just their that's just their mo. I mean, yeah, they got they got Al Horford back, which is huge. You know, he was a mm-hmm. huge locker room guy for us. Uh, we also got Moses Brown in that in that trade deal. Uh, Moses Brown is really good. Moses Brown is is has a lot of potential, really and he's young. And he's young. But going back to my point about Schroeder, he you know left a team now with the Lakers, which which we'll get into with all their additions. But mm-hmm. you know he left a, a like the the favorite to win the championship next year. Yeah, that's everybody's. You know, the the buzz around the league is, oh, you know, the Lakers stacked up and they're gonna they're gonna win the championship next year. And Dennis Schroeder walked away from that to get pennies mm-hmm. with Boston. It blew everybody's mm-hmm. mind. As a C's fan, personally, just as a fan, I'm like, we got a steal for him. We didn't have to spend nothing on him. 
and we yeah. got a, a, a higher quality starting point guard. Yeah. You know, from the, like from losing Kemba to gaining him for the value that we got him for, we like we struck gold, at, so to say, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, it's as a as a human being seeing somebody walk away from that much money. It's just like, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> what are you doing? So, yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my take on that. But you know, it sounds like they, you know, it sounds like they wanted to add some depth. Uh, you know, adding adding Taco fallback, adding the adding the guys that they're trying to work and develop and coach up to be good players. You know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens with the C's. But you know, like well, I, I said, I don't, I don't think, I don't think a playoff contending team for sure. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. The, I mean, my 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 list may be outdated, but I don't think they added taco fallback because it has him listed here as an unrestricted free agent i thought i thought that i thought you said that they i thought you just said that they added him no i said their free agents were luke Komet, tremont waters and taco fall all unrestricted free agents oh well my mistake i misheard you so i don't think i don't think they added him back um which you know would be nice if he came to like Chicago or something, but we'll get to that later. Okay, so uh, Jake, did you have anything to add about Brooklyn before? In Boston, yeah. Oh um, yeah, before we move on to Brooklyn, okay. rather. Sorry, was, my mistake. We were actually talking about this last time me him and Randy were. Um, I kind of feel the same way about Boston. They've mm-hmm. seemingly kind of mismanaged being a really good team and it was a thing that they talked about over and over again is they they always seem to find a solid number two guy but they can't ever seem to find that number one guy looking for guys you know Kyrie Irving solid two got Kemba Walker solid two they're all great players just just to the elite level players they never get that that guy that can put them over top over the top it's been it's been a long it's it's been mismanaged for quite some time they're good enough. They're good. It's been like half a decade, and they're good enough to be. Is you know the ceiling could be the Eastern Conference Finals, but it could also be a first round exit. So I think I think they're I think they're banking on banking on Jason Tatum being that number one guy. Those guys are good, and that that's where their ceiling is because they got guys. They got they got some good young core. And who knows? And honestly, I I and another thing to add, I feel like Tatum is trending towards. Mm-hmm. Being that being that number one guy, um, because I mean, like he's improved every season. Every season, he's yeah. improved something in his game. And I mean, we talked about it in the uh, in the um, gold medal game episode uh, that you know how it was nobody else on that team other than KD and him were mm-hmm. getting the job done during that game when it matters the most. So if right. I'm the Celtics, I'm looking at that as a good sign. Because, you know, if, if it, uh, we know our guy can get the job done when it matters the most. Yeah. So, right. yeah. So, to the Eastern Conference, uh, probably the Eastern Conference favorite in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, so, their additions were Patrick Mills, Javon Carter, James Johnson, Cam Thomas, Dayron Sharp, uh, DeAndre Bembry, David Duke. And then they re-signed... Kevin Durant, Bruce Brown, and Blake Griffin. 
Their free agents were Mike James, Tyler Johnson, Timothy Lewey. Wow. Lewalu. I was definitely about to say LeMahieu, and I was like, no, he's a Yankee. Um, <laughs> Reggie, Reggie Perry. Uh, and then they lost Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Dinwiddie Jeff Green, Landry, Shamet, and Chris Choiza. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, um, I mean, can I chime in? Just yeah, go ahead and chime in. Uh, I'm chiming in because I'm sad that Patty Mills left San Antonio Spurs. That mm-hmm. guy's lifer. That guy's a lifer spur. I will love him forever. And if Brooklyn were to win the NBA Finals this year, I would live in Dallas knowing that Patty Mills got another championship ring. That's my mm-hmm. point. Okay. You can chime in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Understandable. Um, Understanding. You know, Pat, Patty Mills, you know, I don't think is uh, is appreciated enough around the league for his contribution to a basketball team. Very high IQ. Very high IQ. That's why he had mm-hmm. such a long-standing spot on a Greg Popovich team um, mm-hmm. because he's just he's just a glue player. He can do a little bit of everything. He can he can shoot. He can facilitate. He can play defense. He's he's just I mean. Like when USA played Australia, like Patty Mills was lighting them up. Patty Mills was lighting it up, and if I'm not mistaken, Australia won the bronze medal, didn't they? I believe so. And Patty Mills had a pretty good game, did he not? Yeah. So Patty Mills could be a really interesting addition to this team. Somebody that could come off the bench and provide provide another spark because we know all know Blake Griffin's not starting on that Nets team. So him and Blake Griffin coming off the bench for them, that's going to be dangerous. That's going to be to a dangerous, already dangerous. The, like to yeah. an already dangerous team, them two going up against uh, like a lot of second units in the NBA. That's going to be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And as much as I hate those words coming out of my mouth, because they're uh, a conference rival, they are stacked. They're, the yeah. they're yeah, it's it's they're stacked. It's their it's their conference, it's their conference to lose, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, I just it's think their conference to lose. I just think uh and I'll say the same thing that I kind of said last year at well when the whole you know James Harden thing happened, that I think I think injuries will still get in their way. Yeah, you know, I'm because I know that's what happened to them this year. When they got into the playoffs, like Harden was out, Kyrie was out. You know, I mean, injuries just got in their way. So I think I think that'll that'll probably linger around into next season as well. Um, yeah. Uh, then going into the Charlotte Hornets, who added uh, Kelly Oubre, Mason Plumley, Ishmael Smith, James uh, Bonite. Ty Jones, Wesley Uwandu, JT Thor, DJ Carton. Uh, I think that's Arnab- Arnoldus, Cool Boca, and Scotty Lewis. Can't really see my screen's kind of twitching on me. Um, the free agents were Bismack uh, Biambo, Brad Wanamaker, Caleb Martin, Nate Darling, Grant Re- uh, Ryler. And then they lost Cody Zeller, Malik Monk, and Devontae Graham. Well, they lost Devontae Graham. Wow, I didn't know Where that. Did he go? 
Uh, New Orleans. Say where he goes, where he yep. went. Yeah, Devontae Graham ended up going to New Orleans. Really? See, yeah. I think that happened because of Lamelo, because he literally yeah, lost Le- his job because Lamelo came. Yeah, out. Leangelo. I know. I know. There's Leangelo. Leangelo. Yeah, yeah. Right. From from owning him in fantasy basketball, I know that for a fact because two years ago, Devontae Graham was a was it was a fantasy stud. And his number dropped significantly because he wasn't the starter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, uh, you know, Charlotte's looking like they're trying to make make a case to be uh a, a be a playoff team this year. Mm-hmm. You know, they, that's what their goal is. You know, they last season, I mean, what they they only finished tenth uh in the in the standings, so they were just on the cusp. Well, they were in the play-in tournament. Yeah, you know what? I keep always keep forgetting about that, yeah. you know, that play-in tournament. So that is going to be uh, an interesting thing too, because, you know, like in last season was shortened a little bit due to, you know, the effects of COVID and previous yeah. season. Going previous season. Yeah. Going into October. Right. Um, so yeah, it was a weird time in NBA history for sure. But, you know, nevertheless, uh, they're looking like they're trying to, you know, beef up their roster a little bit. Right. By, you yeah, know, trying to try to build. You know, and they're trying to look for chemistry pieces for their now future star, um, Lamelo Ball. Leangelo. Uh, adding his brother, Leangelo. Yeah. So, um, it's uh. Yeah, you'd hate to lose guys like Graham. And uh, Cody Zeller too. He went to Portland, but th- they're going in the right direction. It just seems like they they had an idea with some guys they wanted before, but then they saw guys that they're like, this, these guys give us like a, these guys can develop faster, become better players faster, mm-hmm. and like we'll take these guys and we'll send them off elsewhere. Zeller spent a lot of time there, and, yeah. You know, it was interesting to see him go somewhere else, but uh, yeah, they're they're a team that you know could be like a six. Like I see their ceiling be like they could be a six seed, yeah. they could be a seven seed, they could be a team that gives a team mm-hmm. trouble in the first round, you know. Yeah, I They're think the they time. make the play in tournament again for sure. Oh yeah, at, at, at bare minimum. Yeah, at bare minimum, I say they're making the play in tournament again. Um, yeah. but yeah, you know, I th- I think they could. You, I think they can make a little bit of noise this year, especially Lamelo Lamelo coming into his second year after winning Rookie of the Year with the Hornets. I think they, I, I think they can make a lot of noise this year. Yeah. With second year star Lamelo after winning mm-hmm. rookie rook, rookie of the year, I think they can. You know, if he stays healthy, he had that little bit little injury there that took him out for a little while. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think they can be a decent team this year. I think they can. But the East is stacked. The East yeah. is stacked this year. So it might be mm-hmm. a weird. Yeah. Yep. So we'll we'll see what happens, but yeah, Man, yeah. Uh, speaking of stacked, moving into another team that is stacking up is the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, getting uh, signing Demar Derozan, Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, Tony Bradley, Marco Simonovic, I think is how you say that, and Ayo Desumnu. Uh, were the two dra- draftees that they got this year. Um, re-signing Javante Green and Devin Dotson. Uh, the free agents are Lori Markinen, Denzel Valentine, Ryan 
Arciata Kono. I, I probably botched that. Yeah. Uh, Adam Makoka. Uh, they lost Thaddeus Young, Thomas uh, Satorinsky, Al Farouk Amino. Yeah. Uh, Al Farouk Amino, Cristiano Felicio, Daniel Theus, and Garrett Temple. So they are going to be exciting this year. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, adding adding DeMar, DeRozan, um, you know, that makes their big three, DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Vucevic. Um, mm-hmm. And Lonzo Ball. I mean, people, people sleep on how good of a playmaker Lonzo Ball is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from his days in L.A. Yeah. and that kind of <laughs> bad juju that his father put on him yeah. at first. Yeah. Um, from then, I, I feel like the – New Orleans experience really humbled him mm-hmm. in a way and made him a better basketball player. That's where he got. Yeah, that's definitely where you've seen his improvement. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like, you know, going to a situation like a young team, you know, a young team with a couple of veteran pieces like Chicago, I feel like with the pieces that he has around him is going to make is going to make those players even better. Yeah. Because Lonzo, like I just stated, is an excellent playmaker, and he's developed his offensive game tremendously since he was a Laker. Tremendously. Yeah. yeah. Um, getting DeMar DeRozan, probably the best thing they could have done. And this is another sad face Spurs fan watching another great player leave. But I know mm-hmm. he's going to do great things for Chicago. He's still got another good three, four years at him. That, yeah. That, uh, with Lonzo, they they got a great core going on. They they could be as good as they could be as good as a two or three or four in the East. They play their cards right. Yeah. They, if they play very well, if they play up to to the standard of what their roster looks like, then mm-hmm. Chicago would be really excited. Yeah. I kind of wish we could. I mean, because I don't think they've gone anywhere yet. Um. I kind of wish we could keep at least Lori Markinen around. Um and, yeah. and Denzel Valentine. Uh because I know we still have uh Colby White coming off the bench. Yeah. Who I, who I think who I who I think could do some good. Um and especially learning from Lonzo and DeMar. But yeah, I think uh, I think they'll be definitely exciting watch i know i'm definitely trying to go to a chicago game this year i really want to try and get to like chicago versus atlanta if they play that'd be that'd be amazing uh so going into cleveland uh they their additions were ricky rubio and then their uh draftee evan mobley who has looked phenomenal in the summer league if you if you've been watching um re-signing jared allen Free agents, Isaiah Hartenstein, uh, Jeremiah Martin, Broderick Thomas, and then they lost uh, Foreign Prince and Matthew Delavadova. I didn't even know he still played for them. Mm. Jeez. Last time I saw that name was 2016. Yeah. Huh? 
there. Where would they finish last? 13. 13. I feel like that's their ceiling. Maybe, <laughs> maybe 12 or 11. Like, what's going on over there? I think I think they're just happy getting that one championship, and they're just okay with, with their existence, <laughs> minus LeBron just being irrelevant. Yeah. If, if LeBron's not here, we don't care. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd hate to dump on True Blue Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers fans. Because you know, I, I got a lot of respect for that, but uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I think, I think it's tough though, because I mean, the east is so the east is so stacked, yeah. yeah, this is just way too stacked. It's, it's hard to be a bad team in such a stacked conference, my god, yeah. No, I, I don't really know if I have much more to say. No, I mean, I kind of I think you really kind of hit it on the head there, man. I mean, they do. Got a couple of decent young players like Jared Allen. They got Colin Sexton, um, Darius Garland. He's Garland's good. good. Garland's really good. Yeah, I can't really forget about that. I mean, they, I mean, they, they, they have some talent. They have talent on the team, and I feel like maybe Ricky Rubio could teach, uh, teach a couple things to the younger guards in, mm-hmm. in on their team. Um, and Mobley, I don't know. If if Mobley doesn't make them instantly just a little bit better, I don't know what because yeah. he's such a good young talent coming out of USC. Yeah, know about that. You know, uh, my boys. So uh, you know, and uh, I don't know exactly what's really going on with Kevin Love right now, but I don't think that he's there anymore. Right? I, I hadn't seen anything. I don't. Yeah. I, well, because I know he if, if he's not. He pulled out of the USA. Yeah, I don't know if it was due to COVID or what what it was, but I mean, um, if he if he's not there, he definitely doesn't want to be there. I can tell you that yeah. much. Love the show. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, talk about somebody that can instantly come and fill in Kevin Love's role. Uh, that's uh, Evan Mobley. Yeah, that's yeah. Evan Mobley for sure. And I'll be, I'll be, I'll be honest. Watching Evan Mobley, like when I saw him get drafted, and they were showing his highlights from USC. Like, I, I obviously saw like all the athleticism and everything, but I thought I just thought he was small, like you know, kind of skinny. But like the way that he, the way that he's playing through people in this summer league tournament, I'm like, hey, maybe, maybe not, maybe not so much. I mean, maybe he will fit into NBA because I think he's like what he's like 6'11 7 foot right yeah 6'11 I think yeah so you know but he's got he's got that body type like Kevin Durant almost maybe I'll take back what I said maybe their ceiling is playing they could I think they could I think they could do it they could probably squeeze into the but I don't think they're going to be competing for a championship oh no 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 they got they got a couple more draft picks and maybe uh, sneak in a couple of surprise free agent signings. It's hard to get people to want to come to Cleveland. Yeah, like, I mean, the only way that they could get anybody to want to come to Cleveland is if LeBron's there. (laughs) Or if they get another LeBron. LeBron, do you hear me? Do you hear the words that are coming out of my mouth? Is that even a word? Is that even a name? No. it could okay. be, though. It's not. LeBlanc, I'm sorry. If anybody is named LeBlanc, I'm very <laughs> sorry for you. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, but no, they, they can't. 
they're not going to be competing for a championship anytime anytime soon. They might get lucky and get a get a playing game, maybe an eight seed, mm-hmm. maybe. All right, I'll tell you who is going to be playing for a championship in the next few years: the Dallas Mavericks. Ah, yeah. With additions with Reggie Bullock, Sterling Brown, Moses Brown, and Eugene Amorie. Probably botched that last name as I always do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> re-signing Tim Hardaway Jr., Luka Doncic, Boban Marjanovic, and Nate Hinton. Uh, their unrestricted free agents are J.J. Redick and Tyler Bay. And they lost Josh Richardson and Nicolo Melli. Mm. Okay, so, you know, they made some uh, – they made a couple of decent uh, – signings to uh provide them a little more depth because if, mm-hmm. if that anything was their downfall uh it was not having enough pieces mm-hmm. around luca you know yeah. and, and basically like in that whole first round series between them and the clippers it was the luca Doncic show if it wasn't luca they didn't win the game yeah you know i mean uh tim hardaway was huge getting him back I feel like he's, you know, definitely a player that is uh, a solid third option in that offense in that starting lineup. Yeah, a very underrated, very underrated score. Um, but you know, adding a guy like Reggie Bullock, who really made some noise on that uh, surprising Knicks playoff team last year, um, mm-hmm. and that was the biggest surprise of the league of how good the Knicks were during the regular season. Um, you know, and Reggie Bullock's uh, defense and uh, three-point shooting ability was a contributor contributor to that. So, um, you know, uh, they they definitely I, you know, it, they could be one of the teams that could, could be competing in the top for a top four seed in the West. Yeah. Um, you know that top four it. it it really, it really comes down to how good the Lakers do this year for the number one spot. It, it could be, it could be between any of those, like four, like five or six teams in in the West for the best team in the West because all of them have the, all of them have the talent to do so. Uh, is Brzezinski still in health? Right? Yeah. If he could just stay healthy, if he could yeah. stay healthy, he just stay healthy. Like that's the biggest problem with Dallas is that you got Luca, who is probably my favorite player in the NBA, and you know he's an elite talent. And then you just he's just missing. He, he Dallas is another elite player away from being a team that would consistently compete for a championship. They're that yeah. close. It's kind of frustrating, as you know, Sam. She's a Mavericks fan. Yes. And she complains about it all the time. It's just they're just one player away. It always feels like they're one player away from being – because they're just leaning on Luka all the time, and that doesn't work. You need more you, – you, you need another elite player. Not saying he doesn't have talent around him. He's got guys that can help out and get them to being, you know, middle of the pack, yeah. playoff, Western Conference team. But until they can nail down another star player, this is just how it's going to be for them, and they're always going to – fall out in the semis or just how it's always going to play out. Uh-huh. And they need to not waste Luka Doncic's prime. No, they don't. No. no, I definitely agree with that. I feel that. I feel like I've, I've always said that Luka Doncic kind of looks like uh, 
that guy that you don't think can play when he walks in the gym. Like he just—it seems like he just doesn't have the body of an NBA player. <laughs> like it literally looks like me like walking into a gym, and then he comes and like drops fifty in a game of twenty-one. <laughs> so, like, some way, like. Uh, so going going into uh, the Denver Nuggets, uh, they added Jeff Green and Bones Highland. They re-signed Will Barton. Jamichael Green, Austin Rivers, and Marcus Howard. Their unrestricted free agents are Paul Millsap and Shaquille Harrison, and they lost Javel McGee. Mm. Who'd Javel McGee go to? Javel McGee went to Phoenix. Mm. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, um, well... Denver, big biggest story of Denver, obviously, other than uh, the Joker winning MVP. Mm-hmm. You know, well deserved, well deserved. Uh, he was a phenomenal last year. I mean, he's been phenomenal his entire career, but uh, he's phenomenal last season. Um, but the biggest story of why they didn't make a deeper run than they did was because of one Jamal Murray tearing his ACL. Mm-hmm. Uh, that hurt them a lot because you look at his numbers before he got hurt. Jamal Murray was balling. That boy was balling. That boy was it. That boy, when healthy, is a walking bucket. That dude is a bucket. And you know, with all the talent that is in the NBA, he's not. He's like it, it's it's even weird to say he's underrated because he's not. You know, like but in this. Today's NBA, like highly skilled guard league, NBA, mm-hmm. like he's an underrated guard in today's NBA. It's 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 crazy because with his skill set, he has you know he's got the potential to put up MVP like numbers. But you know, I mean, you got guards like uh, you know, like uh, you got the Devin Booker's of the world. You got the James Harden's of the world. You got you know, Dame Lillard's of the world, Steph Curry's of the world. You know, mm-hmm. this league is so stacked with highly talented, high pick and roll, shoot off the dribble guards. Um, but Jamal Murray can, on his and on a hot day, he can he can shoot. Yes, yeah, took the words right out of my mouth. He can shoot with the best of them, man. He's that good. Yeah, him. Them losing him. Hurt. So it hurt is the reason why they, they took push any further. Jokic having his year and just they they're a team that just they, they built the team the proper way. Yeah. And you know it's hard to like it's not one of those teams where it's like, oh, we're attracting all these free agents. Or, they they built through the draft, mm-hmm. they got the right players, they did it the right way. And if you know Murray gets healthy where you know where he could be, back to you know, back to shape, back to form. You, you never know. They right. could compete as a top three seed. Yep. Yeah. Um, we're going to Detroit. Detroit, who probably hasn't done anything in, I don't know, a decade. Hey, they had their first oh. number one overall pick in a long time. That is true. That is true. Uh, so, speaking of their first, their number one overall pick, that's one of their additions. Uh, Cade Cunningham. Uh, they also added Kelly Olynyk, Frank Johnson, 
Trey Lyles and also drafted Isaiah Livers. Uh, they re-signed Corey Joseph, Rodney Magru- uh, Magruder, and Saban Lee. Their uh, free agents are Hamidou Diallo, Dennis Smith, Tyler Cook, uh, Davidis Severides. Yep, that's that's what I'm going with. Okay. Okay. Uh, and they also lost Mason Publi. Publi. Wow, Publi. It's just one of those. Publi. Mason Plumley. We got Mason Publi and Lalon James. Yes. Ronald, Ronald. Uh, yeah, and, Ronald, and Wayne Ellington, they also lost. Hmm. Um, I think Detroit, even with Cade Cunningham, Detroit is just going to Detroit. Yeah, they got a <laughs> they got a really good they're worse off Cleveland. They got a long way to go. Um this <laughs> is probably one of those come back to me in three years and make a better assessment. Because at mm-hmm. this point, maybe they could win 20 games. <laughs> that might be a stretch. Yeah. Maybe they could win 20 games. I mean, look where they maybe. finished last year. Yeah, I, that's why I pulled that up so I knew yeah. how bad they were. They won 20 games last year. Maybe they could win 20 again. Maybe they could win 23. Maybe. You uh, know, I'd, I'd always make on the question. I'd always... You're a true Pistons fan, you know, you love those bad boy Pistons. You love the era of the, you know, the, the return of that in the early 2000s when they put battle with San Antonio. Yeah, the Rip era. Hamilton and them boys. Those, mm-hmm. I respect your fan base, but oh my God, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be rough for a little while there. Yeah. I always banked on the question of if there was ever a team that could go defeated in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, man, that would be, that's torture. Uh, that's, They're going to win at least one game. Brian, don't oh, do that don't to them. That, don't no. Detroit Lions them. They already had it once. Don't, 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 they already had it once for the poor people in Detroit. Boy, we should do a whole episode on who's going to be the first on 17 in the NFL. Yeah. But anyway, that's a good, that's a good idea. Oh, I can tell you, I can already break it down to four teams. It's going to be somebody in the NFC East. That's another story for another day. Uh, so probably one of the comeback uh, teams in the West, the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So they brought they drafted uh, Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody. Uh, they brought back Andre Iguodala, uh, Otto Porter, uh, Nemanja Bacila, and Chris Choriza. Or not Choriza, Choiza. Uh, they re-signed to. Uh, Steph Curry to that huge four-year, $215 million deal. The free agents are Jordan Bell, and then they lost Kelly Oubre, Kent Bazemore, Eric Pascal, Alan, yeah, Alan Smilagic, I feel like that's how you have to say it, and Nico Mannion. Wow. I need to brush up on my foreign names. Like, whoa. Um, so, Golden State could be a big factor in the West, especially with Clay Thompson coming back. Mm-hmm. Just stay uh, healthy. Yep. And, yeah, just got to stay healthy. Uh, their draftee, Jonathan Kaminga, he's been doing well in the summer league. 
Um, and then Max Kellerman's boy, Andre Igudala, coming back to Golden State. Has his jersey retired. Who already has his jersey retired. By the way. Yep. That's, that's the weirdest thing. Yep. I still don't think that. <laughs> whatever, I guess. <laughs> Their choice. Their choice. Well, I mean, the guy did win a finals MVP. That is true. I mean. When I think of the Warriors in the championship, I don't like them. I mean, but you got you to gotta think back to how important his role was in that first one. That first championship. He was their that was he was their guy defensively. That was their best perimeter defender on the team in the, in the mm-hmm. first game. But but that being said, he was you know in all in all three of those you know Curry, uh, Thompson, Draymond Green era championships, Iguodala was right there with them. Went you know getting a ring with them guys. So adding. Somebody that they're familiar with, uh, a, a, smart a defensive piece that you know, you know, they can still play defense at a high level and can make shots off the bench for you. Um, you know, that was a little problem with the Warriors last season; is they weren't, they didn't have depth. And Clay Thompson coming back is going to immediately make them a contender again. It's yeah, going to. Yeah. I mean, you know. You probably won't see the the Warriors of old old right, but but as you said, they're 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 in contention. They could easily be a top three in the West if they play mm-hmm. all their cards right. If they play like the you know, if Clay Thompson, who's had really really shitty luck with injuries the last few years, it's been really tough for him. They can get him. Curry still got another like five good years. With him, they 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 are healthy. They will be right in the thick of it. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah for right. sure. Yeah, for I think sure. I think I think they'll be one of the. I mean, I think they'll be one of the most exciting teams in the in the West. I mean, with with Clay coming back, I mean, and having the Splash Brothers reunited once more. Uh, going down into Houston, their additions were Daniel Theus. They drafted Jalen Green, Alperin Sengun, and Josh Christopher. And they also added Matthew uh, Matthew Hurt. Uh, they re-signed David Nueva. Their free agents were Avery, Avery Bradley, Dante Exum, Armani Brooks, DJ Wilson, Cameron Oliver, and Anthony Lamb. And then they lost Kelly Olenek, Sterling Brown, and Cam Reynolds. Yeah, that's another team that uh, when they lost James Harden, that they just kind of hit the basement. It's just uh, one of those things, just one of those teams where uh, they're going to need to be bad for a few years, get some solid early round talent, build their team, and, you know, who knows. But uh, that's going to be a rough year. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's not much to say on Houston. They're the biggest losers when it comes to the James Harden thing, unfortunately, with them loyal as hell to that guy. I won't go into that. Uh, I don't know what Rand Rand 
um, how James Harden acted at the end of that. You right. Know, we'll leave that there. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have too much to add. They just they're gonna they're gonna suck. <laughs> they're going to suck and again. Those diehard Rocket fans. Yeah. He will be third best in Texas, even with fans coming up at their standard. Right. All right. I mean, I'm not going to add anything on Houston because there's not much to really talk about. Um, they are so- the equivalent of uh, what I said about the Eagles. In the, and uh, They are the Philadelphia Eagles of the NBA. They yeah. are and they're hot they're- garbage doesn't even do it any justice. They are a dumpster fire. With, with our, you know, our NFC preview, if you haven't listened to it yet. Go check it out. Check Still it out. up on YouTube. Yes. Still streaming. Uh, so we can move into Indiana. Indiana, they signed Tory Craig. Uh, they drafted Chris uh, Duarte, Isaiah Jackson. They they signed Kiefer Sykes, who hit the game-winning shot for Bayheim's Army to win the TBT for that $1 million. All they had to do was hit one shot. Shout out, Kiefer. Shout out, Bayheim's Army. Uh, they signed Terry Taylor and Dwayne Washington Jr. They re-signed T.J. McConnell. Their free agents are Jakar Sampson, Cassius Stanley, and Amita Brima. Uh, they lost Doug McDermott and Aaron Holiday. Yeah, um, the Pacers are um, – they have a good – they have a good starting lineup. I mean, they're not like in this, in this stack East, I just don't see them, you know, making a pass being, uh, you know, a low end, maybe a low end playoff team. Maybe there's their floor, their ceiling could be like seven, six, six or seven seed, something like mm-hmm. that. You know, things kind of go well for them, but yeah. um, floor, I mean, they could even be as bad as, just not making it to the play-in, you know, they, they, uh, I just don't, I just don't have a lot of faith in them in this stack of a conference Uh, versus the rest of them. They're just very average. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think, I think uh, Indiana, they're, they're kind of, they're rebuild. They're in rebuild process now. But they're like, they said, they, like you said, they have a solid start starting. Four, so I think they're they're in the process of rebuild. That's what they're going to be working on for the next few years. All right, moving on to our next team is the LA Clippers out in the West. Uh, so they added Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, and they drafted Keon Johnson. Uh, they re-signed Kawhi Leonard, Reggie Jackson, and Nicholas Batum. Nicholas Batum. Batum. And then their free agents are Demarcus Cousins, Patrick Peters, uh, Patterson. Amir Coffey, and then they lost Patrick Beverly, Rajon Rondo, and Daniel Toru. Yeah, I believe the uh, Eric Bledsoe thing was uh, in a trade with Memphis and other parties because he played for – Bledsoe played for New Orleans last year. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly – I, I know that uh, Patrick Beverly is going to be playing for Memphis next season. Yep. Um, 
So, so, so is Rajon Rondo and yeah. Daniel Aturo. Yep. So, yeah, um, yeah, they 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 needed a uh, better you know better guard play than they were getting, um, for sure. So Eric Bledsoe adding to that already uh, already pretty stacked team that they have with Kawhi and Paul George. Um, adding to that makes them a little bit better than they were last season for sure. I'm not going to, you know, act like it doesn't because it does. Um, but I don't know, like, you know, they're, they were the top four team last year without them. So with them, I say they're probably still right about there. They, they're definitely going to be a heavy hitter in this, in this Western conference. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. They're a team that could win it all. I yeah. mean, if their cards play right, but you know, they haven't had a history of it. They got no history right. of doing so, pulling it off. So it's like, show me first. Show yeah. me you can before I go out of the limb and say you can do it. Right. So they're a team with a lot to prove. Um, they can leave it there. I mean, there's really not much else to say. They've got a lot to prove that they can, they can hang with big boys and win a championship. This is probably their second prime run that they've had other than, you know, Lob City era. Yep. Uh, you know, guys limit. They just have to prove it. Yeah, no, completely agree. Uh, I think they'll be uh, – I mean, I think they'll be just as good, like you said, Jake, uh, just as good, if not better, than, than last season. Um, going into the talk of free agency, the favorite to probably win it all in the L.A. – ARP Lakers. <laughs> oh, so, that's funny. I got I got to get a, a deep breath in here because this this is a long list. Okay, so they added Russell Westbrook, Kendrick Nunn, Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, Wayne Ellington, Dwight Howard, Kemp Bazemore, Malik Monk, Mac McClung, uh, Chandi uh, Brown, Joel Ayai. And Austin Reeves, they re-signed uh, Horton Tucker. Their free agents are Wesley Matthews, Jared Dudley, Alfonso McKinney, and Devontae. Pants. Uh, Kaycock? Kaycock? Whatever. Um, and then they lost. I apologize for the uh, – if he ever listened. Yeah, for anybody yeah. that Brian is uh, yes. name botched that watches our podcast, we are very sorry. I'm not. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> guess what? I'm not perfect, and I and I and I went to a public school. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so they lost uh, Dennis Schroeder, KCP, Montrez Harrell. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso, uh, Markeith Morris, Andre Drummond, uh, Ben McClemmer, and Costas Antetokounmpo. Mm. First Antetokounmpo to get a championship. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. I think. I think he's the best one. He's got yeah. God. Yeah. No Hands down. Hands down. Hands down. So good. He's so good that he doesn't even play in the NBA anymore. 
so good. He's too so, good for the NBA. So good that he signed a two-way with France. Right. <laughs> um, but what what kind of I mean, what what kind of juice do you think this team is bringing to the table other than prune juice? Uh, the potential to be dominant and win a championship, as we we had said last night. Uh, we were talking with Randy about this. You know, the one thing, being Syracuse natives, that the one biggest positive light we can take out of the potential Carmelo Anthony finally gets the championship ring. Yeah, which right. is just throw that with his with his you know his national title in two thousand three. That is that would be awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would definitely. Uh, I would definitely be very happy with that. But anyways, but along with that, you got Westbrook, you know, and you got LeBron, you got a, you got you got Dwight Howard back. Yeah. You know, you, that is that is their title to lose. Yeah, it really and, is. It's theirs know, to lose for sure. They they got a big championship window, and you know, with these guys and how old they are, most of them. You know, this is this is a shot to maybe win one this year, maybe win another. LeBron's not gonna play forever. Yeah. This is this is it. This is this next couple two, three years here. They could rally off a few and LeBron could walk off into the sunset. Maybe Ty Jordan. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Possibility um, with this uh with this Lakers team, if they if they all can remain healthy and uh play as a cohesive unit. Yeah, mm-hmm. too, because um, my one concern with having Westbrook and LeBron on the same team is are they going to become, you know, are they going to clash heads over ball dominant being who's who, right. who gets more touches, you know, um, yeah. Westbrook averaged for the fourth time in his career, a triple double. During the season, yeah, right. I saw I saw a joke where they were talking about how LeBron and Westbrook would be both be on their ninth rebound, they'd both be standing under the rim, about to fight each other for that rebound. Yep, yeah, <laughs> yep, <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. But they also could have the potential to be one of the most. Uh, uh, this could be one of the, the most exciting trios that we ever see. Too with it, yeah. it, it's really there is a. It's on either side. Like it, it's, it's so m- many possibilities with this Lakers team. It's it's crazy, yeah. you know. Yeah, and and then you have that uh, score in mellow to where like I mean you've seen it. Like I really found like felt like in Portland he kind of got like a little bit of a resurgence as a as a you know as a a, a respectable scorer again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because he still has the potential to shoot at a high level, get that, you know, get that pull-up mid-range shot that he always was, you know, so good at hitting. Um, right. You know, and his and his jab step should be should be taught in textbooks. His jab step is probably the greatest jab step I've ever seen. Honestly, mm-hmm. I feel like he's a pioneer of the jab step yeah. because if you watch his game, he like. How he works that jab step is is so it's just it's it's phenomenal. It really is. Right. Um, but 
you know, nevertheless, and then you got Dwight Howard, who I said this last night, um, I still feel like as far as uh, defending big men, he's still one of the best defending big men in the league. Yeah, you know, absolutely. even with how old he is, he's still very athletic. Yeah. And he can still, I mean, for Christ's sakes, like a couple of years ago, he's in the, he was in the fucking dunk contest. Yeah. You know, at what, like 30, 30, 33, 34 years old. Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the guy, you know, the guy's still a, a, a great athlete at this age. Yeah. And, you know, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, like we can make jokes about how old these, you know, this Lakers team is, you know, the, about a few of their players are pushing 40, but at the same time, they still have a couple of players who are still in their, in their prime as, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. Yeah. You know, Ru- Russ is like, I would say a little more on the back end of his mm-hmm. prime, but he's still in his prime. Yeah. And, and LeBron's had an extended back end of his prime, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, when a, a healthy LeBron James is easily at bare minimum, a top three player in the league right yeah. now at, at age, he's going to be 37 next year. Yeah. He's going to be 37. Let that sink in. A 37 year old man is arguably the best player in the league still. No, no, you're right. You're definitely right. You're definitely right. I will say this right now, that if the Lakers do go on to win a championship this year, I will get myself an L.A. Lakers Carmelo Anthony jersey. Yeah, yeah because, I probably Because this, this will probably be, probably be his last run. Yeah, maybe. Um, he might do a farewell tour with, like, with the Knicks, I mean, I know I, De- I know Denver drafted him, but I don't see him going back to Denver. So this could be this could this could be this could be it for him. I know he had a big impact in New York, but the reason I would get you know well a couple of reasons why I would get his jersey one hometown boy, yeah obviously won that championship with Syracuse, but the first jersey that I ever got was a Denver Nuggets Carmelo Anthony jersey from his rookie year when they had the exhibition game at the Dome. Yeah. So saying that right now, so when I listen to this over at the end of the year, and if they do win, I will go buy one. That's that. Right. Going into Memphis – who uh, who has added Stephen Adams, Patrick Beverly, Rajon Rondo, Zaire Williams, Santiago Aldama, Sam Merrill, Daniel Oturu, uh, Vespons, and Killian Tilly. They also had free agents in Tim Frazier and Jonte Porter, and they lost Jonas Valachunas, and then Justice Winslow and Grayson Allen. Yeah, they uh they had that upset over Golden State playing. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was insane. Um, they lost probably. Well, I mean, Grayson Allen, former role player. Was he starting? Uh, yeah, no, he was, um, he was probably. I, I would say he was their like sixth or seventh man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. lose him, you know, kind of a big loss. But the real loss is Valentunas. 
what he does on a court is just, you know, it's invaluable. It's it's just losing him is making their team significantly worse. Well, I'll, I'll let sorry. I'll it let makes the team significantly worse. I mean, you know, they, they've made the moves, moves around that they have. I can see them being in the same place that they were this year. But losing a guy like that, you Right. Oh, uh, yeah. I was gonna chime in too. That, but uh, like with losing Valanciunas, they added Stephen Adams. Yeah, and Stephen Adams is one of the best centers. Yeah, he's one of the so, better, better true centers in the league. Yeah. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. They could probably be about the same place that they they were last year. Yeah. That's about that's about where it's maybe maybe a little better. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just feel like. Uh, you know, like Valanchunas is a you know great you know he's a he's a he's a great player. Don't you know? Don't get me wrong, but uh, I just feel like um, as far as like if if I had a choice of who I would want down in that paint, you know, especially on the defensive end, uh, Stephen Adams, like as far as strength goes, he is probably the single strongest player in the league. And if you ask a lot of his peers, they will tell you the same thing. That man mm-hmm. is strong personified. Um, so, uh, but, you know, like, so adding that physicalness to that team could probably make them better, honestly. Um, I think they could do better. They have the potential to do better. They could maybe, you know, and, and especially if John Morant takes, takes, uh, takes that next step, you know, which, you know, I, I believe that he could, he's, mm-hmm. you know, each year that he's played, he's improved from his rookie year to last year. Um, you know, uh, I, I think that he could, he could become a perennial all-star. Yeah, he is that you know, he's that good. You know, we're talking about, we're talking about a guy who within the, maybe the next five, six years could be a MVP contender. You know, it is that special. Um, He reminds me of legitimately reminds me of a young Westbrook. Yeah. You know, like if, and, and that was his favorite player growing up. Right. Uh, So, you know, this Grizzlies team uh, could, you know, could make some noise if they play their cards right, but um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I think their floor is right about where they they were last season, playing mm-hmm. into the play-in game. Um, but who knows? We'll have to see what happens. Right. All right. Moving moving on down to the South Beach area in the Miami Heat. So their key additions were Kyle Lowry, PJ Tucker, and Markeith Morris. Uh, they re-signed a bunch of people, uh, starting off with Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson, uh, Udonis Haslam, Victor Oladipo, uh, Dwayne De- uh, Demon, Gabe Vincent, Max Struss, and Omer Yurtsevin. And then they lost Goran Dragic, Andre Iguodala, Trevor Ariza, uh, Nemanja Delica. I actually Press. saw. When, What's up? Where, I could have. Sorry, I cut you off. I could have no, sworn I saw the reason re-signed. No, he signed with LA. He signed with the Lakers. 
Oh, no, Riza, I'm thinking about you, Don Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, he did say that. Yeah, yeah, he, he resigned. Udonis, Udonis has him sign, resigned with uh, Miami. Uh, Precious, Achunwa, and Kendrick Nunn were their, uh, the last of their subtractions there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, brought, brought back a lot. And then also added Kyle Lowry from Toronto, who I think, who I think will help this team. I feel like... I feel like if Kyle Lowry would have been a part of this team two years ago when they were in the, the finals, they probably would have won in the bubble. Yeah, that team got hot at the right time in that bubble and the not having true home court advantage. It was truly – it was truly like – because in every other sport, there was some kind of still a home field advantage kind of maintained. With right. that, there truly wasn't. It was anybody's friggin' ball game at that point in terms of on-court presence, having fan noise and having that kind of environment. It was anybody's game at that point. And if you were hot at the right time, that's what Miami was making it that far two years ago. But, you know, they're still a good team. The way they faltered out, you know, this last season, they, they probably wish they you know, would have done better than that. But I feel like, you know, with Lowry, with, you know, Jimmy Bucket. They they have the potential to be a top four East team. They you know and then, you know Donna's coming back not gonna be much but you know you, you love to see old guys like that hang around for a million years to stay with one team. He probably he, he gets an all time favorite stat stat for that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um yeah Miami you know my favorite play my favorite name player in the league Duncan Robinson for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Miami could be could be three or four seasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I feel like you know with you know keeping Udonis Haslam around, it's like having uh, it's like they have another coach. Yeah, you know because mm-hmm. he's been around the league for such a long time and he's been on uh all of the the Miami Heat championship teams. Yeah. Uh, so you know he's got that championship DNA. Uh, he's got, you know, he's like having a, a coach on the court, you know, and, but I mean, he's not really going to see a whole lot of playing time, but, you know, there was a couple points last season where he got in, he, he got in the game and, you know, there was a point where like in, he only played for like three minutes or something. He took a charge. He took a charge. Then some some guy got in a he got in a scuffle with another guy on uh, on the team on on the other team because of uh, because like he was getting in their player's face or something and so in three minutes he took a charge drew a foul and got ejected from the game for sticking up for one of his teammates so like that kind of thing like sets an example for younger players on that mm-hmm. team sets an example for even stars on that team to like, Hey, this is what you got to be willing to sacrifice for your team and, right. you know, and, and make, you know, you know, and, and stick up for your teammates when you, they, when they need you. Mm-hmm. So adding him, honestly, like it's, it's a, it's a sleeper kind of thing. It's like, you know, you see it on paper. It's like, huh, his old ass is still around, but mm-hmm. 
you know, like if you're an actual basketball fan and understand the depth of why they keep him around, it's, it's, it's so smart. It's so smart. Um, you know, they, you know, they have, um, they have a talented team. They added a, a very respectable point guard and Kyle Lowry, um, who's, you know, getting on his last legs a little bit, but I still mm-hmm. feel as though he can play and uh, be a playmaker at a very high level. Um, losing Goran Drag- Dragic was a little tough. Yeah, that, tough. that is tough for them, but you know, like I agree, I agree with a lot of what Jake was saying as far as um, them being a contender for sure. I think they, I think they have what it takes. Huh. Yeah. Um, going up to the NBA Finals champions, the Milwaukee Bucks. And just to save myself the pain, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the two rookies they drafted. Because sure. that's that. That's that. Because uh, that's they, that. People. <laughs> <laughs> they drafted two. It. They drafted two people. If you want to know who they are, look them up. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's just that. Because <laughs> there oh, is man. no way. Just like all, all, all credit. Give it a sh- give it a shot, please. Folks. Okay. Come on. Let, let's the, get, let's, give it a shot for, yeah. for the content. Okay, here we go. Okay, so their additions were George Hill, Grayson Allen, Rodney Hood, and Semi Ojalai. And then they re, uh, and then they also got uh, Giannis's uh, brother, Thanasis Antetokounmpo, and then they drafted. Here we go. Uh. Georges Kalistakis and Sandro Mamukalaska Shivili. So, what? We'll yeah. What yeah. Uh, again, we apologize. We are, we are so sorry, those two individuals, uh, for him totally botching your name and yeah, us. One hundred percent. Asking him to botch your name. Yes. We are sorry. Um, but anyway. Yeah. So anyway. also all, all credit to one, the uh, Adam Silver for announcing these people. Two, to like every ESPN analyst that pronounces these names. Credit to you. I can see why you have to go to school for this. Anyways. Mm-hmm. They re-signed Bobby Portis. Their free agents are Jeff Teague, Justin Jackson, and Axel Tupain. They lost P.J. Tucker, Ryan Forbes, and Sam Merrill. Take it away. Well, uh, uh, sure. I mean, uh, yeah, the defending champs trying to uh, defend their title. You know, um, I feel like that that big three they have in uh, Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis will be, you know, I feel as though until, you know, their contracts are up, it feels as though it's going to be a solid, you know, big three for them. Um, 
you know, as long as they, you know, as long as they got, in my opinion, the best player in the league, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, they're always going to be in talks for contention of a championship. <clears throat> um, but, you know, uh, they, they did lose some of their bench pieces, a couple of their bench pieces. Um, PJ Tucker was a huge contributor off the bench for off the bench for Milwaukee. Um, he was one of their one of their best perimeter defenders, you know. And PJ Tucker could easily, you know, he could probably guard uh, one through four on the court um, because right. he's a very stout uh, basketball player at six five. So, um, you know. It's um. I feel as though uh, I feel as though Milwaukee could, they could maybe even end up right back in the championship game, you know, right back in the finals. Um, we'll we'll have to see with this uh, loaded Eastern Conference, like we've stated a million times, but that's true. So if you got anything to yeah, add, yeah, uh, they it's they got as good a chance as anybody to repeat, like to repeat the champs again. But the road's going to be a lot tougher. Definitely. Yeah. True. True that. Uh, going up to Minnesota, to the Timberwolves. So their additions were Corian Prince, Nathan Knight, McKinley Wright. Their free agents were Jared Vanderbilt, Jordan McLaughlin, and Ed Davis. And then they lost Ricky Rubio to Cleveland. Cleveland. Jake, you want to leave this one off? I'll leave this one off. Well, you know, they um, where did they, where did they finish last year? They were one of the bottom three. They were one of the sure. bottom three. Yeah, you know they they did not do a lot, mm-hmm. and you know they adding Nathan Knight. Our hometown boy. Shout out to our boy. Yeah. Um, you know he he's he's close to contributing <clears throat> a lot. Like he played pretty played. When given a chance last year in Atlanta, he showed sparks of brilliance defensively, scoring. He had that one dunk on Moses Brown yep. that everyone kept talking about. You know, and he's learning uh, under the tree of, you know, of Carl uh, Anthony Towns, of, um, you know. So I, I still have potential in him, you know, obviously we all do. So there's that. But beyond that, doesn't seem like they've done a lot, and they were kind of low on the totem pole. Maybe they improve. Maybe some chemistry forms. I don't know. I'm kind of a little blank on Minnesota. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna talk directly to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Let me get yeah, right up close. Just, since we have a platform to do this, give Nathan Knight more minutes. Give him minutes. Please, he he needs the he needs the shine because he can prove it. He's proven it before with Atlanta. He's just got to have the opportunity. Yeah, I feel like Atlanta did not use him enough. Right, they didn't use him enough. And granted, they did have a a very deep team, and they had a lot of on a, on a you know on a Eastern Final team. You yeah, know I mean? so, so clearly you got a lot of good players. I feel as though that Nathan Knight could step right in and be an effective player for this team effective you know because i mean the kid can shoot he can drive to the he drive to the basket he can play defense he's 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 good enough athletically 
like the kid can do it all. Even the kid if you, can do it all. Even if you're bringing him off the bench, even if he's your seventh or eighth guy, he brings it. That's the kind of fire you want coming off your bench. Yeah. Like, and honestly, I don't feel, I feel as though, like, as far as big men go, like, on the, especially on the, on the Timberwolves, like, who they, I don't really know who they have uh, that other than Carl Anthony Towns that is better than Nathan. Nas Reed is pretty good as well. Nas Reed, okay. Nas Reed is pretty good. But, like, as far as, like, the, at the four position, if you put, if you put Nathan Knight in at the four position with him on the floor, that stretches out the floor at the four position. And, and these days, uh, big men that can stretch the floor are a hot commodity. And Nathan Knight can do that. It's truly like one of those, what do you got to lose scenario? Exactly. Like you got, uh, like, you got to lose, you give, just got to give them get, If you give them the opportunity, like if they give them the opportunity, they definitely won't regret it. But that that is my little hometown yeah. guy, that's, like rooting for the hometown that's the guy plug. <clears throat> All right, and as uh, you know, as a t- as the team overall, um, I I just I don't know. I don't really I, I don't really have a lot of faith in them to say that they're going to be a good team. Like I don't even think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, it's tough. That's why I said they're kind of a mystery to me. All right, so up next we got the New Orleans Pelicans. So they added uh, Jonas Valanciunas, Devontae Graham, Thomas Sadransky, Trey Murphy, Garrett Temple, Dalton Holmes. They re-signed Didi Luzada, Willie Hernan Gomez. Their free agents was uh, free agent was Josh Hart. And then they lost Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, James Johnson, Lonzo Ball, Wesley Iwandu, and James Nanali. So yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds to me like New Orleans is just happy with wasting generational type talent. Well, with Zion, with Zion, with Chris Paul. With AD, it just seems to be a thing. They can never, they, they never put in the effort to mm-hmm. build the correct team. The closest they ever were was one that was still the Hornets, and they they lost in those Western semis to San Antonio, and that was like 13 years ago. So yeah. they have a very tough time putting together teams, and you know they oh we got our one good guy. That's all we need. Yep. Yeah. Oh, look at how good he is. And they just, you know. And look at how bad you are. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's... I don't have a, I don't have faith in the Pelicans, unfortunately. Zion is amazing. Yeah, Zion's amazing. Keep doing his yeah. thing. Zion's amazing. And he'll probably end up somewhere else. Yeah. Probably. Like... Okay, then we can just move right on to the next. Yep. Don't want to move right on. All right, so going on to the New York Knicks, they uh, they added Evan Fournier, Kemba Walker, Quentin Grimes, Dwayne Bacon, Miles McBride, and Jericho Sims. They re-signed Julius Randle, Derek Rose, Alec Burks, and Narlins Noel and Taj Gibson. Their free agents were Norval Pell, uh, Theo Pinson, and Jared Harper, and then they lost. Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock. 
New York Knicks were a pleasant surprise last year. Yes, they absolutely. Were. It was a nice resurgence of New York Knicks basketball. And uh, I was actually riding with my dad a few uh, a few days ago, and they were on the radio talking about the Knicks and how this team could be this team could be really really good. They could be really good again. They got Randall back. Just added Kemba Walker. Just added Kemba Walker. He's coming home, coming home to New York. Mm-hmm. That team right there, like, is they were joking around, just like, oh, you know, Kemba, just play like you did when you were playing for UConn back in the Big East <laughs> tournament. <laughs> so. The Knicks could finally find some stay in consistency. It's uh, it's something you love to see for for a team that for the longest time has just been mediocre. And you, you know it's just it's really special. You know, see him play in Madison Square Garden and they're good. It's just it, the New York Knicks being a good basketball team is a good thing for the world. They yeah. they they have all the pieces. They they could be top four, top five. They could they could be that. Let's not jump the boat. It is the next, but <laughs> they it, on paper they're good enough to be. Now yeah um you know I'm I'm really high on on this Knicks team um you know adding Kemba Walker that 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 is huge for them that's huge um. You know, having him on the floor and then having D Rose coming off the bench. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, at Julius Randle, you know, was a stud last year. He was mm-hmm. a stud. Um, you know, and they were the best defensive team in the league last year. I'll tell you, Tibbs is a hell of a coach. Tom Thibodeau is a hell of a coach. They were talking about how, like, it feels like, I forgot what player said it. But he said it feels like those early days in Chicago, the Derrick Rose era, where things were looking like, oh, this team could be really good. Yep. Yeah. And that he says that that energy is here. Yeah. It feels that energy here. Kids are out. So let me tell you, that's. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, yeah, you love to see it. You Shout out Philip Amino. Um, yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, no, like, you, you know, you stole. You stole the word right out of my head. I was thinking it as you were saying it. Uh, when the New York Knicks are a good basketball team, it's good for the world. Um, and it's good for the game of basketball. It's good for the NBA. Um, yeah. It draws more eyes to the NBA because they are in the biggest market in basketball in New York City. Um, they are, it's, you know, Madison Square Garden. It's called the Mecca for a reason. Um, so, yeah, you know, but... I'm very high on this Knicks team this year. They were good. They were good last season before Kemba Walker was there. And now that Kemba Walker's there coming home, it's a big homecoming. Um, I think that he's probably going to have a, a – he wants to bring a championship home. He wants to bring a championship home to New York. Um, so. I really feel like they're, they're, they're at the range or like a year or two away from that. They're, yeah. They could be that good. Yeah. And and honestly, Kemba being in New York probably will draw in future will draw people to come to New York. And that's what they, you know, you, you get those, get that, get, get that one. All you need is that one player. You yeah. that one player. You yeah. know, absolutely. And New York is honestly like people want to play. People yeah, want to be want. in New York City. New York City is a is a place that people want to be. Right. All right, yeah. Um, so we got Oklahoma City Thunder. 
next. Uh, so they added Derek Favors, Josh Giddy, Trey Mann, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, and Aaron Wiggins. Uh, they also re-signed Mike Muscala. Uh, the free agents are Josh Hall and Jalen Horrid. They lost Al Horford, Tony Bradley, and Moses Brown. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't really The have... Thunder are very in the mode of stay tuned because all those draft picks, they got lined up in like five years and they take all these kids that are some are in ninth grade right now, <laughs> some are in high school. You know, when they have those, uh, when, when they when they use all these picks, they got saved up. Thunder could be a really good team mm-hmm. five years from now. But until we get there, it's kind of they're kind of just in a waiting period right now. Yep, they have a lot of assets. Yeah, to be able to, if they want to use those ads assets, trade for a bunch of good players. And if they wanted to go into a win now mode and just use all their assets and load up on good players, they probably could do that. But they, I, I feel like right now they are in the epitome of a rebuild stage where they want, want to build the team around Gilgis Alexander the right way. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, let's face it. Uh, you know, Gilgis Alexander is on his way to becoming one of the, one of the best players in this league. Um, he's a very talented young man. Uh, so I sound so old when I say that, but, uh, you know, he's a very talented basketball player and he's got a lot more good basketball to come, but, uh, they're, you know, like, like you said, Jake, they're a stay tuned uh, to be continued. Yeah. They're, mm-hmm. Just wait for it. Wait. Yeah. All right, going into the Orlando Magic, they drafted Jalen Suggs and Franz uh, Wagner. They also signed Robin Lopez. Uh, They re-signed Mortis Wagner and Ignis Fredzikis. Their free agents were James Ennis, uh, Sendarius Thornwell, and Chazan Randall. They lost... Otto Porter and Dwayne Bacon. What are we talking about? The Orlando Magic that fucked up. Cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Who? Um, No, I don't don't see anything for Orlando. I think their best days are behind them. Uh, I just, they, they, they are literally, it seems like they're building from the ground up. That's a team that you look at and you go, if a team ever got relocated, that might be a team that gets relocated. It's unfortunate because they had those really good years. You know, that was really good for White Howard. Mm-hmm. You know, they almost won an NBA title once. Once. Once upon a time. Uh, well, twice upon a time. I almost won it twice. Upon almost a time. Won it twice. But, you know, and not much to say about the Atlanta Magic other than, hmm. other than who? Yeah. Who? Who? Yeah, fucked up. Sorry, Magic fans. <laughs> I'm um, not. <laughs> going into uh, the Philadelphia, uh, they added, uh, they signed Gorgas Niang, Andre Jumman, Jaden Springer, and then they re-signed Danny Green, uh, Furkan, Cor- Korkmaz, and Rajon Tucker. 
the free agents were Mike Scott and Gary Clark, and they lost George Hill and Dwight Howard. <laughs> uh, biggest question that has been with the Sixers for since the kids started playing there. Uh, ben will Ben Simmons ever find a fucking jump shot? Yeah, because especially with him being a, you know, they want him to be like the second coming of Magic Johnson and be this very tall athletic point guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have to find some sort of at least elbow mid-range jump shot to bring the defense out a little bit because literally all they have to do is just sag off of you and play, just play you driving into the lane. And it's so predictable. His offense is so predictable. Yeah. And he, he has a jump shot. Like there's videos of him like working out in the gym and shooting like a mid range, a mid range jump shot and hitting consistently. Like where that is at game time, I have no idea. They're said to, but 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 let's steer away from the negative. They're a good fuck. Oh, they're a great team. They're yeah, a, they're a great they're, team. They're a good. Fuck. They're going to be top one of the top three teams in the East. Yeah, absolutely. They will. They yeah. They they, they will. They built that team the right way. That team was built so much the right way. Yeah, the, the whole sell, trust the process trust thing. The process and the process was you know, it succeeded, and. You know, it's just you gotta get you gotta get a guy like Ben Simmons to get his fuck together. And which is funny is because when other teams are looking to trade for him, they want the fucking house for this guy. And those teams are like, yep. <laughs> piss off. <laughs> yeah, yep. piss off. I'm not I'm not giving you all that for I can't do a jump in a game. So, you know, Philadelphia, they're a really good team. Doc's got them, you know, doing what they do. I love Doc Rivers, one of my favorite coaches ever. Mine too. And, you know, they if they if things go right, they could they could win it all. If things go right, they are that good. True that. All right. No. All right. Uh, going to the runner-ups of the NBA Finals this year, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, so they added Landry Shamet, uh, Javel McGee, Alfred Payton. They re-signed Chris Paul, Cameron Payne, Frank Kaminsky, and Abdel Nadir. Uh, their free agents were Etwan Moore and Langston Galloway, and then they lost Javon Carter and Tory Craig. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Phoenix Suns are gonna be good again. Yeah, they and, and you know <clears throat> I said this during their run is that the way they played basketball a lot of the time reminded me of primary San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, I mentioned that. I mentioned that movement, too. The shot selection. <clears throat> And they got a hell of a guy to lean on like with Devin Booker. Chris Paul is a hell of a facilitator and can score when he needs to. That team could win it all. That team is good enough to be there. And it's going to be fun watching them again. They're just such mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. I, I just sat in amazement during the Western Conference Finals. I just watched them pair the Clippers two assholes. It was fun to watch. Yeah. They're such a good team. I and think I think I think the big I think the biggest thing they did was add JaVel McGee because a lot of the stuff that happened in the finals was foul trouble for DeAndre Ayton 
mm-hmm. and to bring in a, a, a true another true big man, you know, who's a defender at the rim, you know, is going the, the to be big for them. Averages like he, he he over the past few years, he's been in like the like the top five or six people as far as blocks per game. Mm-hmm. Like the guy is a rim protector. The guy can the guy can block shots at a very high level. Right. I think I think that's a thing that's what they need. Uh definitely and Phoenix to help them make it back to the finals or if not win the finals. Uh, staying with the West though with the Portland Tram uh, Trailblazers. They added Ben McLemore, Cody Zeller, Tony Snell, Greg Brown, and Trenton Wafford. They re-signed Norman Powell. Their free agents were Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Harry Giles, TJ Leaf, and Kendallin Blevins. They lost Zach Collins, Enos Cantor, and Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, losing Melo, losing Melo, I feel as though is a bigger hit than a lot of people realize um, because, you know, like, you know, Melo just, you know, provided that perfect spot up shooting type of, you know, vibe for them. Uh, also was a was a good veteran presence in that locker room and also just, you know, he just gelled with that team so well. Uh, losing him they're going to definitely feel the effects of that um but i mean they're still going to be a, a a good basketball team um they'll definitely be in the playoffs uh i just don't know i just you know like it's so hard to believe in them as a championship contender another one of those teams where <coughs> just get another really good player they could just get one or two guys that that freaking goes that are on dane's level or close to dane yeah, you could start talking about them. oh, they could win something, but otherwise they're kind of like Dallas, where they're just kind of sitting there, and you got a future Hall of Famer on your team, and then he's got to work with nothing, which is why he's you know kind of might want to leave. And despite you know, and he's given so much loyalty to that team, you're not gonna fuck him over. If he really wants to leave, and he purely wants to leave after he stuck through with you after all that. Over, if he wants to go somewhere, if, you know, you gotta kind of let him go. Yeah. He's given so much to that team. And yeah. unfortunately, he's kind of wasted his prime oil. Mm-hmm. All right, going into Sacramento, the Sacramento Kings. Uh, they added Tristan Thompson, Davion Mitchell, Alex Len, and Nemias Keita. Uh, they re-signed Rashawn Holmes, Mo Harkless, and Terrence Davis. Terrence, yeah, Terrence Davis. Uh, free agents are Justin James and Kyle Guy. And then they lost Delon Wright and Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, uh, I don't really. The, the, the Kings have some good young players. They do. They do. They do. But it's just it's a it's a it's a team of good young players. How good are they going to be? And it's like, okay, I need you to hurry up and you know show me that you could make the team better than where were they? 12-12 last year, you know. Uh, the Kings have been stuck in this rut for quite some time now. And that's another team that's constantly been talked about as a, to relocate. You know, it's it's tough. I don't, you know, maybe their young players get better. Maybe they find their way into the play-in game. 
Mm-hmm. Who knows? But it's kind of hard. Is that you it? Said it? You said it. <laughs> Not really much to add. I mean, De'Aaron Fox is tremendous. I don't know. Um, yeah. Marshawn Holmes is good. Uh, Buddy Heald. Um, yeah, I like Buddy Heald. Mm-hmm. Buddy Heald, too. I'm going to take this. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't think Buddy – I don't even think Buddy Heald's there anymore. Actually, no, he has to do that. Didn't he leave? Yeah. I don't think he did. I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't seen him on any other list. Maybe we haven't got there yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, so I don't All know. Right. So moving on to this next section where – a lot of this will be taken by Mr. Bradley. The San Antonio Spurs. Their additions of Doug McDermott, Thaddeus Young, Alpha Rukaminu, Zach Collins, Chandler Hutchinson, Josh Primo, Brian Forbes, Jock, Jock, yeah, no, that's right. No, Jock Landel. Their free agents, Daquan Jeffries, Quindry Weatherspoon, and Keita Bates Diop. And then they lost DeMar DeRozan, Rudy Gay, Patrick Mills, Trey Lyles, and Gorgai Dang. Take it away. As a Spurs fan, it is very sad to see (laughs) such a a team that was dominant for so long carried that torch for 20 years. But, you know, eventually, I knew the day was going to come that this, you know, it's a pure rebuild at this point. You know, you still had guys kind of hanging around all the guys. Like even LaMarcus Aldridge was still there last year, and you had DeRozan still there last year. You know, and Patty Mills, who's, you know, a consummate spur. Um, you know, they got a lot of solid young guys, Lonnie Walker, Dante Murray. You know, it's it's going to be a process. Um, I think there is, they could be as good as they were last year in the play-in game. Uh, maybe. I think I'm a shooting all the time saying otherwise. But, you know, they got to, you know, Greg Popovich is still around. Who knows how much longer? Probably not much longer. Becky Hammond's probably going to have that team afterwards, which I'm fine with. She, she's earned the right to be the head coach of that team, and I wouldn't have any problem with Becky Hammond being the head coach. Um, you know, um, losing DeMar sucks. Losing Rudy Gay sucks. DeMar did DeMar did and, you know, it, this is it's going to be a while until they're as good to live up to their legacy as they were even be close to that good. But, you know, they'll be competitive. They got good young players. They're doing their system. I, I don't know why they drafted Josh Primo. I, I, I wasn't a fan of it because they got like a million guards on the team. I'm not really sure. But, you know, I, I feel like I feel like it's not enough because that it. It's hard. <laughs> it hurts, man. It hurts. But you know, it, I, I always say that I, I traded, I traded them off to make a build. All right. Very well said. Very well put. Yeah, man. For the first time in a long time, and I know this is gonna hurt Jake when when these words come out of my mouth. The Spurs are gonna suck this year. And it even hurts me a little to say that because uh, I've always had a lot of respect for San Antonio and mm-hmm. the way they play basketball. Greg Popovich, you know, uh, Greg Popovich is, you know, let's face it, he 
you know, it, it, between him and Phil Jackson, you're talking about the two greatest coaches that ever coached the game of basketball. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, to be so dominant for so long is just a true test, a true testament to how great of a coach he is. I mean, for God's sakes, he just won a gold medal too, you know, coaching all them, them, you know, coaching Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum and all them guys. You know, I'm sure that they benefited greatly from being around Popovich just for a, a couple to a few months, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, hats off to Mr. Greg Popovich for having an amazing run of consistency, um, winning five championships in that time frame and uh, all with one team, you know, because – even the great Phil Jackson, you know, he won, he won six, he won six with Chicago and then he won five, uh, he won what, five more with the Lakers. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, to win all your championships with one team and have a lengthy career and be consistent. That's, that's the stuff of greatness right there. It's, it's just right. a to a new, yeah, a new era. Rebuild mode, rebuild it's, mode. It's and that organization will do it the right way. You know, I, I have complete faith that in the future they hopefully will. Hopefully five years from now they'll be competitive. Yeah, they'll be competitive I'll leave that, again. I'll leave that there. <laughs> you know, but until they're like the Thunder to be continued. Yeah. All right. Uh, going up to Toronto, to the Raptors, signing, uh, adding Goran Dragic, Scotty Barnes, Precious Achunwa, Sam Decker, Isaac Bonga, Delano Baton, uh, Ishmael Way uh, Wainwright, David Johnson, Justin Champagne. Uh, they re-signed Gary Trent Jr. and Ken Birch. Their free agents were Aaron Baines, Stanley Johnson, and Paul Watson. They lost Kyle Lowry, Rodney Hood, DeAndre, DeAndre Bembry, and Jalen Harris. Yeah, uh, Toronto, man, it's crazy, you know, just like, they sold their soul. They sold their soul. Literally sold their soul to sold their soul to the devil uh, to win the NBA Finals, and uh, it completely disintegrated into back to mediocrity. You know, they traded away. You know, all those years ago, they traded away Demar Derozan, who didn't want to leave at all. Yeah, he didn't want to leave at all, and it kind of, honestly, it kind of affected him mentally. And he came out and said that took uh, Kyle ripped Kyle Lowry away from his best friend, uh, and just to just to win the championship. And I mean, they did it. They won. They they're you know they'll always have that championship banner hanging in 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 their state in their uh, arena. But uh, you know, then now they're just to to at what cost? And now just it's be like at the, the bottom feeders of the East, like the Eagles. Yeah. Or like they sacrificed everything to get that one championship enough. Yeah, I guess I take that back about the Houston Rockets. The the Houston Rockets or the Houston Texans of of the NBA and the Toronto Raptors are the Philadelphia Eagles. That yeah. that's more of a that's more, that's more accurate. Because they sold their soul for one championship. Yeah. Hey, you know, there you go. There you go. True that. True that. Uh, going into Utah. Where they added Rudy Gay, Hassan Whiteside, Eric Pascal, 
Jarrell uh, Brantley, Jared Butler, Macau Teague, and Trent Forrest. They also re-signed Mike Conley. Uh, the free a- uh, agents were Matt Thomas and Jawan Morgan. And then they lost Derek Favors and Gorgas Niang. Um, as far as Utah, I think Utah will still be good with Donovan Mitchell. I mean, that's that's all you need. Right? Spider. I mean, Spider Mitchell. So, yeah, I think, I uh, think they'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, the uh, public service announcement, the Utah Jazz are good at basketball. Let's, you know, that's they got Donovan Mitchell. They got their core. Yeah, they got their core. They added they added Rudy Gay and uh, yeah. Hassan Whiteside to you know to come off the bench. Okay, so you have Rudy Gay starting the game and then coming off the bench to replace him for those minutes that he's not on the court. You have Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. How much better can you How can get? You How can you? you, you that's that. that's a win win situation. You literally have a, a dominant defensive force out there every second of the game. Yeah. On, on, you know, as a big man. So that is, that is tremendous. They are, they're, they're going to be a contender. They might, they might be a sneaky finals team here. They, yeah, you know, they, they could, could they, they, they could be number one seed last year. I they could even do the same again, honestly. They could, they could even be above one if that was even possible. That was possible. That was possible. They could do it. Now I'm yeah. saying. Nah, I mean, nah, I mean, nah, I mean, nah, I mean, uh, scary um, movie too. Um, so wrapping up with the Washington Wizards, who added Spencer Dinwiddie, KCP, Kyle Kuzma, Montrez Harrell, Aaron Holiday, Isaiah Thomas, and Jay Huff. They re-signed Raul, uh, Raul Neto. Their free agents: Garrison Matthews, Cassius Winston, and Caleb Hormsley. Homersley, yeah. Uh, and then they lost Russell Westbrook, Robin Lopez, Ishmael Smith, Chandler Hutchinson, Alex Len, and Isaac Bunga. Yeah. Uh, the Wizards are like the land of misfit toys. <laughs> if <Yeah. laughs> Because... You know, they got Spencer Dinwiddie. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Spencer Dinwiddie's a, a fantastic player. Um, but, you know, like thinking of the pieces they have, they have Montrez Harrell. They got Kyle Kuzma. You know, uh, it's the Lakers and Nets rejects, you know. Yeah. It's, it's – I'm sorry to say, but, like, I just – I don't know. Like, Yeah. That's that's really all I got to say. They're just I don't really understand how much that. They're they're I don't know if they're going to be very good. Okay. Playing playing game team. If things go right, if things go right, if things go right. Well, I mean, they do got Bradley Beal. They could roll into ten. They 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 could roll. They could. They maybe could be a. Yeah, they probably could. Probably. All right then. I mean, if there is nothing left to say, if there is. Speak now or forever hold your peace. Oh, I do have one thing. Yes. Thank you for watching. Oh. Perfect. Another thing. thing. Give Nathan Knight some fucking minutes. Please! For the love of God! (laughs) We're going to touch back on this a million times. 
We're never gonna leave it alone. If we if I have to if we have to send this footage to the Timberwolves, we'll do it. Yes. We gotta we are officially the Nathan Knight fan club. We're we're starting the Nathan Knight fan club. Yeah, we are yes. Nathan Knight. His mother was very yes, Nathan Knight. Hashtag Nathan Knight. Well, you heard it here. Get yourself uh, Minnesota. Get your ass in gear and put Nathan Knight on the court as soon as possible and whenever possible. Other than that, that has been Brian, Jake, and Jake. Jake, again, thank you for joining us uh, for this episode. Uh, but this has been KFR Sportscast. Full time. Full time. Uh, make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, commenting, sharing, uh, following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Listening on Spotify. If you can't watch the video, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We are everywhere. As I said before, everywhere your phone goes, we can go with you. Also, we have merch out. If you want to go out and get some merch, because merch is available for everybody. Uh, other than that, we look forward to seeing you guys next time. And Sportscast. stick around for more episodes. Peace Big out. Big sexy out.